Okay, welcome to the Ideas for COSA podcast. My name is Paul DiGiovanni. Um, this episode is about my experience at a community meeting on participatory budgeting, where uh, Palo Alto presented and shared their experience implementing participatory budgeting um, at the university or the community college there. And uh, yeah, it was actually a really great experience. I tried to record some audio. It didn't really come out, um, which is why I'm recording just kind of a synopsis based on my experience there that I that I wrote up. So um, the San Antonio Progressive Alliance organized uh, this community meeting on participatory budgeting, and uh, it was held at Brick at Blue Star, um, which they are doing every Tuesday nights during the summer, or no, sorry, every second Tuesday of the month during the summer, they are holding an event on civic engagement, which I think is, is awesome. Um, and Palo Alto showed up, gave a presentation. Sylvia De Hoyos from Palo Alto uh, led the discussion, but there were other um, Palo, Alto, Palo Alto team members um, there who spoke as well. And then there were dozens of citizens who showed up. Um, there might have been maybe up to 40 people there and probably a dozen people who asked questions and, and spoke during the meeting. Um, Nowcast SA was also there recording the event. So if you want to go and watch it live. Um, by the time this gets put up, I don't know, you try Googling Nowcast and participatory budgeting, and hopefully you can find that event and watch it live. Uh, participatory budgeting, and I'm going to call it PB, just because I'm not sure what else. It's just, it's a hard word to say, um, which is actually one of my criticisms of it, is I think we need to come up with a better name for it. Uh, maybe community budgeting, uh, or crowd budgeting, um, I had some other ideas here, community budgeting, crowd budgeting, neighborhood budgeting, um, participatory seems to be a, a difficult word <laughs> to, doesn't quite roll off the tongue, but anyways, um, it's, it's a legit idea. The, the idea of participatory budgeting PB, it's something that's been being done in hundreds of cities around the world and it's growing in popularity and it's, uh, and it's being demonstrated in our own backyard in San Antonio at Palo Alto, uh, and, and the Palo Alto team, they really spoke with strong conviction about their PB process and the success of that process. Uh, they highlighted successfully funded projects and the success of those projects. Um, but I think more importantly, they spoke about the positive values and the community impact of the campaign, which is what um, really spoke to me. Uh, they talked about transparency and engagement and the willingness of, of their leaders to give up some of the control of, of the funding and the commitment to a fair process. Um, all those things were discussed passionately, and, it's, and it has been a process for them developing their participatory budgeting process that they've gone through. They've refined it, and they talked about that too. Uh, a few citizens raised some skeptical and fair points. Um, one person asked about, the, what percentage of the Palo Alto budget is committed to BP to participatory budgeting and only $25,000 is committed as of right now, which does lead to question if such a minor stake in the budgeting process process is meaningful or is it just a, you know, a sandbox for adults that's never going to be expanded on, um, you know, how significant is, you know, the percentage of the budget is obviously a big factor in, and how, how meaningful it is and how many people will, will see it, not just as a an experiment, but something that actually they can make a difference through. 
Um, others questions question the legitimacy of the process. You know, is it fair to participants? How are how are projects chosen and funded? How does the voting occur? And they spoke a little bit about how um, how the voting works and and how the voting board is represented fairly. But what they really did talk about, which which made sense to me, is that you get to create the process um, yourself. So every city school or, or community that chooses to do participatory budgeting gets to create their own voting and selection process that they think is fair. Um, so there's not one way that it has to be done. Um, and there certainly are ways that it could be designed that, that aren't fair, but that's up to each community to come up with their rules um, to make it a fair process or a process that, that they want. Um, another citizen, oh, one people also talked about, you know, is this process going to be accessible? to our less fortunate neighbors? Um, is it something that everyone can participate in or have access to? And the people that maybe need this process the most, will they be able to, um, will they be included in it? And uh, the Palo Alto team, again, responded very well, I think. And they said, hey, if you value this process, if you think it's important for those people, you have to go back to your neighborhoods and you have to bring it to them. So a, a participatory budgeting process that doesn't reach everyone, that doesn't allow everyone to be included, um, it may not be good for the city and all of its residents. So that's something the city has to think about if we implement this. There has to be funds set aside as well and budgeted to make sure this process um, reaches everyone and is accessible to everyone. And then another citizen, uh, I believe it was it was Neighborhood Association President Alan Townsend, if I get his name correctly, uh, questioned if the city of the city and the city council of San Antonio will ever be willing to relinquish power to a participatory budgeting process, which I think is a fair question. Um, I think there's obviously some friction there. If you're the city council or the city, if you're the city manager, um, do you want to? give up a portion of the budget to to citizens who uh, which means you have less control over what money is spent on no matter what that that number is um, I think there is some fear there or some risk and and rightfully so um, but which which is why I think it's smart to um, test the process out and prove its effectiveness we're not going to turn around and next year say okay we're putting you know 100 million. Um, to this process, uh, which we could, but <laughs> um, I think our budget's over well over a billion dollars, maybe two billion dollars. Um, we could do that, but let's start with a hundred thousand and see how that goes first. Um, so, the, as I mentioned, the idea and those are just some of the potential questions about it that we heard, or skeptic, skeptical questions that we heard. But like I said before, this idea is not foreign. It's a legit idea. Um, Manny Pelias was at the event, and he pointed out that Madrid um, has a massive participatory budgeting process, the city of Madrid. And I looked it up, and I read that in 2016, I believe they dedicated over 60 million euros to their participatory budgeting process. So that's that's very substantial. Um, and coincidentally, uh, Manny Pelias went to Spain with last year with um, the mayor and five city council members and they visited Madrid and they sat through a presentation and workshop um, on participatory budgeting in Madrid. So our city council has been exposed to this idea too. It's not foreign um, at all. And uh, I think people are wondering, you know, when are 
our city council reps going to start talking about this um, as a as a viable thing that they would implement? And to respond to that, um, it was stated at the meeting that District Eight Councilmember Ron Nuremberg has has shown some support for it. Uh, Shirley Gonzalez's office had responded and said that they would be at the meeting as well. Um, and I think uh, the city of San Antonio had two staff members present present at the event, including Laura Elizabeth Morales, who manages um, the city's Essay Speak Up campaign, which is a very important campaign for gathering and promoting um, feedback processes for the city uh, for budgeting and for bond proposals. So I think um, the Essay Speak Up campaign and participatory budgeting are really a match made in heaven. They go, they fit right in together. You need both of those things working together, a budgeting process, um, a participatory budgeting process without um, promotion and a campaign behind it to, to create awareness for it is useless and I, I believe the feedback campaigns and the the promotion campaigns for feedback are not particularly useful without some real tangible stake in in actual processes of government so I think together they are a perfect match and pair for each other and I think they could make a big impact um, so I think the idea is really um, exciting it's something that I believe is no doubt worth at least an experiment. It would be a drop in the bucket to push this process forward with maybe a $250,000 budget. Uh, that budget could provide at least 200000 in actual budget funding and maybe $50,000 in management and promotion and delivery of the process. Um, obviously, an online component would be a dream for me, um, but I don't think that's even necessary. Um, or I would just be, I'd be willing to pr- support this without that. Um, and, and I don't think an equally large budget of $250,000 funded solely for feedback campaigns will ever produce the same results as implementing something like participatory budgeting. So, uh, and if, if the process sucks, if it doesn't work, if we prove it to ourselves, it doesn't work, which I, I don't think we could unless we, we design it the wrong way. Um, but if it does, we can scrap it. If it's not meaningful, if it doesn't produce results, then we don't have to do it. But it's time for San Antonio to start taking on impactful civic engagement ideas like this. Um, our voting turnout was so low, and it doesn't seem to be improving much, despite some of the passionate people I know who are working on civic engagement. Uh, voting is still abysmal. Um, and unfortunately, I don't see anyone taking risks to improve civic engagement at the city council or the city level. Um, They're talking a good game. They're saying they want people to vote. They're knocking on a million people's doors, um, but the turnout isn't there. So we have to start thinking about why it's not there and what, what things can we try to actually move the, move the lever on this. And I think participatory budgeting is something that's at least worth a shot, actually giving citizens a stake in the government. Um, and unfortunately in San Antonio, instead we're getting a lot of really lame, embarrassing politics and some uninspiring election campaigns and a lot of money spent on campaigning that to me is just not, it's not moving the needle like we need it to. Um, so I say, let's try it. Let's try it out. Probably need to change the name. As I mentioned before, participatory, I'm, I'm getting tired of saying that. 
myself and and let's measure the impact on let's measure how it affects voting how it affects city meeting meeting attendance uh, civic literacy uh, city council approval you know let's see if it moves the needle on those things if it actually improves civic engagement in a meaningful way and if it does we can think about incrementally increasing the budget until we find the optimal kind of funding level if it doesn't we can scrap it but either way if we, i think if we're not willing to try ideas like this then i'm not sure civic engagement in san antonio will ever you know really improve from where it is now okay so that was um kind of my synopsis and my reaction to attending the community meeting um, on participatory budgeting and thanks again to the san antonio progressive alliance i think you know i would say they're a liberal politically liberal um, or left organization but no matter what political affiliation you have i think this is participatory budgeting is something everyone can get behind um and the event was not about politics at all it was really well done and i'm very proud of them for not um, doing that and i didn't expect them to but uh it really was an event for everyone no matter what your political affiliation is and uh thanks again to the san antonio progressive alliance for that um thanks to palo alto for showing up and presenting and sharing their experience i think it's very powerful that we have um uh, organizations like them testing these ideas out and showing their uh, efficacy and then going around and spending time sharing it with people. I think that's that's huge. So big thanks to Palo Alto. Um, and finally, thank you to Brick at Blue Star for hosting the event, uh, agreeing to commit a portion of their schedule on a regular basis to civic engagement. I think um, that's that's super important, and I think it proves or shows um, the legitimacy of a place like the Blue Star Arts Complex and, and everything they do as a community space. Uh, so really thankful for them too. Again, go check out Nowcast SA. Um, look it up on Google. Go to nowcastsa.com. You should be able to find uh, the the live recording of the participatory budgeting meeting um, that I attended and that many other people attended. And finally, go to facebook.com slash groups slash ideas for COSA or go to ideasforcosa.com. New website's going up soon. Right now it forwards to the Facebook group, but either way, check that out and join the discussion. If you have an idea for San Antonio um, or you want your voice to be heard, maybe a more accessible and easier way by using Facebook. Uh, come check it out. There's a ton of awesome people in the group and the discussions um, are just ever evolving and changing and moving forward. And that's that's really the purpose of the group. So go check out Ideas for COSA. And I think that's it. Thanks for listening. Uh, like Look forward to maybe meeting with someone from Palo Alto to discuss this further. It'd be great to meet Sylvia De Hoyos and sit down with her so we could go a little more in depth about how it works, their experience with it, and if this is something that, that we can implement in San Antonio.